It's 719. Sarah is sniffling. It's not seasonal allergies, though? I mean, it could be. Look at how red my nose looks. Um, There was recently an air pollution warning, air whatever, quality quality warning that was in effect in Colorado for a while because of the fires up in Canada. And it was so bad that there was a day where Eli and I were out in the hot tub and we're like, I and nobody was outside. I was like, I don't think we should be outside. It looked like almost apocalyptic outside. Like, it's just not Hmm. fog, and it looks like it. And it was, so maybe it's that. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah, and it's spring, so that's always irritating. Well, I hope you're okay. Well, thanks. So nice. Oh, Brain Candy Podcast. Let's see. What else do we need to cover before we dive in? Yeah, what's mm. on the old noodle today? What do you think? Well, about? as you know, I just attended the very important, very serious occasion of the fifth grade mm-hmm. clap out, which sounds like it's almost like a PSA for like a sexually transmitted disease. Yeah, clap or like out. like I I, th- I feel like it's like a a protest. Like your protest. Oh, this is a clap out. <laughs> yeah. Like a walk out or a sit in totally. or something like that. Like, oh, it's a clap out. But it was neither of those things. It was no. the fifth grade, sort of like end of school year slash end of elementary school. Oh my like gosh. Slash end of a chapter. Yeah. <laughs> end of innocence. Yeah. Um, ceremony outside. Like all the fifth graders just run around the track. And all of us stand there like goons, clapping for them. Some people brought pots and and spoons, like oh, it was this New Year's Eve. If I had known, I would have been more celebratory. I would have brought like oh. like a bullhorn or something. Okay, those that's for kids who are parents uh, uh, who have more yeah. than one child. It's been for the <laughs> yeah, program. they know the rope. Yes, yes. It was super cute though. That is cute. I was but glad like, I made it. They got to run. Yeah, there was running. They do they they want to. They're at the age where they want to run, though. Yeah, but I think it was also like instructed, like okay, we're gonna run around. The run teachers around the probably want to get it's it like done. A victory real quick. lap, like a Ooh, <laughs> yeah, it's a victory yeah, lap. Yeah, I get it. I get it. That's really cute. How you fun. know what's really cute about like maybe this generation or whatever. You know how like at a high school there'll be like the homecoming queen and she's a person with Down syndrome, mm-hmm. and it's like real sweet because yeah. like. Everyone voted for her because they're rooting for her and they love her. Yes. Um, that They're like that about the student in my son's class who is special needs and um, almost nonverbal, very limited uh, verbal ability. And like, they love this kid. Oh. They like all, and he's moving out of the country and they're so sad. And it's just, I wonder how that developed because yeah. that's super cute. Yeah, good attitudes of the teachers and like normalizing that child in the classroom and making yeah, them I love feel it. like a part of everything and not somebody who is different. So shout out to those teachers and yeah, people in the classrooms making that happen. Yeah, when he was running the, his lap, I was like, oh, I love that guy. Cute. Yeah. So anyway, that was cute. What about you? What do you got cooking over there? Uh, oh, this afternoon, I am going to the Nature and Science Museum because they have an exhibit on bugs. Oh, how fun. Yeah. yeah. And so it, you yeah. got good word of mouth? Well, you I've, it was great? I, yeah. I, oh, I've been seeing it advertised and I, I'm interested. And then uh, Eli's what do you love about nephew. Bugs? Well, oh. That's a good question because not much. If you were to ask me what I like about bugs just in general, they're like creepy, crawly, and gross. But I love a fun fact. And Mm -hmm. I'm very upset that I missed the last exhibit or exhibition, which – exhibition? Exhibit? Which which one is it? Exhibition, yeah. Okay. Which is like several exhibits. Games. Oh, And puzzles. Mm -hmm. And I missed that one. So I'm not going to miss the next one. Yeah, you're not making that mistake again. I'm not making that mistake. And I was even thinking of getting a yearly membership because it's really like the cost of two visits. You should. And it supports the Nature and Science Museum. And why not, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah I would like do that. It's like a family pack. Right. It's a done deal. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be doing that. 
and then really going to all of them. And uh, yeah, Eli's nephew has a presentation of his work throughout the year because he does ceramics. I think it's for ceramics or something like that. And uh, we're going to check out his stuff and it happens to be where they have the thing I want to go to. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Dead bugs I'm fine with. Like at those exhibits. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And it'll probably be like, because it's like one of those kind of like family friendly, kid friendly museums where it's really interactive. So I'm imagining mm-hmm. they're going to have something that's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kid style where, you know, the ant and what it would really look like if we were that size. I like all that kind of stuff. So yeah, are you predicting the exhibits? Yes. That's really cute. <laughs> like what? Well, because yeah. <laughs> I don't know anyone else that would do that. Why not? <laughs> like, like most something people, I think, like... just go and see what they have. But you're like, I'm crossing my fingers. They have a life-size ant. <laughs> oh, and like something, <laughs> I don't know, something fun like that. It'd be like, this is, I, I, I like seeing the size comparison. Really? You're I into do. proportions. I do. I am. Because they're always way crazier than like what I think in my mind, I'll never forget when I went to visit the, uh, I think it's General Sherman tree in uh, Sequoia National Park. It's like the largest tree or the largest tree, I don't know, that we can visit. And it has a little plaque on there that says, you looking up at this tree is the same as how a mouse feels or what a mouse experiences looking up at a six foot tall man, which mm, we talked before about how (laughs) I didn't like that, but, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I never, I'll never forget that. It always sticks out in my head. So I want, I I just want to experience the, 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 I don't know. Did I tell you rush of that feeling again? The rush, the high, she's chasing that that. high, chasing that high of like, wow, that's crazy. I think I did say this, but, um, I may not have how people with ADHD really do love fun facts. Like, you know how I'm not really into fun facts as much, but something about the ADHD brain prefers like that size information and sort of like, like I'm more of a deep diver. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, but that's so I'll weird. end up like in I, another ocean if I do a deep dive, like from where I started. Like I get too I just confused would never have predicted that. Way, so. Yeah, never that makes thought, sense. Oh, yeah, ADHD people would love a fun fact, but just like quick, just a fun fact, just a little little bite, just a little size. nugget, and then on to the next one. <laughs> well, we'll await your review of this. Yes, so that's yeah. what I'm doing. Thank you for asking. I'll give you a review of something, and that is uh, Thrive Cosmetics' awesome skincare line. Oh, I'm very yes. very picky about skincare because, like, my skin has always been, like, problematic ever since puberty. Yeah. yeah. I was always like, oh, nuts. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those people. I always it have to It does feel like we, on the pod- as podcast hosts... I was thinking about this the other day because I got their uh, hydrating cleanser. Yeah. And I was thinking about how my skin needs, since we started the podcast, yeah, we're our old. skin needs have shifted. Sure did. They have it aged along good. with us. And it's the, not it, a good you got you to change it up. So <laughs> that's so true. I'm on to, I discovered serums. Yes. There's a serums lot of serums is the thing. Lotions and potions going yeah. on now. Yeah. Remember when I remember like when I went on freaking road rules, I was 18 years old. I don't even think I packed a face wash. Right. Just like whatevs. I didn't wear makeup. Mm-hmm. I didn't have, I didn't care. Everything worked out great. But guess what? That ship has sailed. Yeah. And now, thank God, there's people in the wings ready yeah. to help. And Thrive Cosmetics is one. They have um, a line. It's called Bigger Than Beauty. And so, and thank God it is because this is just like about healthier looking, glowy complexion mm-hmm. scenario going on. Brightens your skin with vitamins, all that stuff. You got to go from inside out. Plant extracts. They have, um, yeah, the super serum is what Sarah mm-hmm. is going to be real into. The hydrating gel cleanser for me is A+. Plus. When it, I like, say you only need... Like half of a piece size. I've never had to use less of a product 
I would. That's a good I point. should do a video on that. I think that bottle lasts me a year. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I forget. There was another partner we had. I think it was Quip Toothpaste, where they were like, "Don't stop using so much toothpaste. What are you doing yeah. with your life?" Yeah. I feel like it's like that with face wash too, yeah. where I'm like. <laughs> Right. Like, stop. What are you doing? You need way less. It is such, that stuff is so <laughs> concentrated and works so well. Gets so lathery and feels so hydrating. Mm-mm-mm. Ever Love. since I read the book clean, I've been like the less is more skincare yes. situation too, where like you want to like maintain the microbiome as they yes. say. And I feel like this is so great. Simplifying your regimen, simplify your routine, amplify your impact. With a brand new skincare line that's bigger than beauty, get 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash candy. That's Thrive Cause, C-A-U-S-E, metics.com slash candy for 20% off your first order. I thought you were going to talk about the makeup and I was going to be like, like this stuff Well, right that's here. the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. We want? have so many brainiacs that were like, fine, I'll try it. And then got the tubular mascara, the lip yeah. hydrating tint and then they came out with the cleanser and i was like oh looks like i'm buying it yeah their products are great okay love let me see what i want to talk about first Mm, okay how about this how about it all right this is a fun debate oh i love these debating this amongst my family this was on NPR, I think, or BBC, but they were just saying how in Austria, there's the there's a debate about what to do with Adolf Hitler's house. Oh. That's where he was born. <clears throat> now, this house in particular, it's not like he lived there forever or anything. It was like a very short time he lived there. But for many years now, it was, I believe, owned by the government and... It started as things lately have gone in the direction of like racism and stuff. It started to become like a mm, attracting. Got it. The right wing. Yep. Contingent mm-hmm. that thinks like Adolf Hitler is like a, you know, thumbs right. up. And it's like a, it, it attracts the wrong people. Mm-hmm. But the question becomes, do you tear it down or do you like, make it a sort of symbol where you educate people and Mm -hmm. try to undo some of that damage or what? I mean, I'm leaning towards try to educate people and undo it because I don't think that, I I mean, the location is always going to be there. Mm -hmm. You can take the house away or you can close the gift shop or whatever they got going on already. Mm-hmm. But uh, people are still going to show up there, like right? So you think the site would just continue to be a destination? Yeah. Well, you know. I know. I'm torn because I guess that was what Lincoln and Adam thought. That was sort of their vote. Is like, this is not going to... If you tear it down, it's not going to like prevent... No. Because then some like right wing Nazi fascist asshole is going to be like, oh, on my trip to like see all of the stops along, I don't know, right? The my sound Nazi music vacation, and yeah. <laughs> my Nazi vacation, like right, right, right. Come on, I guess it Ugh. felt like the cost. No, like the I just felt like the yeah. benefit of keeping it though didn't outweigh the you know the bad stuff like the well, benefits I don't think it should around. be like a museum where you can come visit it or like okay, that right. feels gross that really does yeah i i did say like maybe it could be um a jewish yeah but it, it, anything but you, also you don't do want something that's going to be defaced no! Right. You don't want anything that becomes then a, a like security risk for folks right. that work there. Ugh. I can't even believe like it's po- it could even become a destination. It's well because you don't think like that, Susie. Yeah. And thank but, goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real head scratcher because 
during World War II, it was a destination, and then the government ended up buying it, and it's sort of been like this no man's land almost. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the heck are we going to do with this? Yeah, it doesn't so, seem like something we should be celebrating or, right, or well, even like there, commemorating though? or like a like a library, like a oh, educational that's nice. oh, something, I love that but idea. like not like for him, like maybe no. in and it's like something educational or something like I don't know. I like that idea. I think that'd be nice. All right. That's as good as an idea of, as an, I've heard. It's like, I don't know. All right. Maybe we'll Nazis have to don't do like libraries. They'll stay away. That's true. <laughs> I was watching you Sarah Silverman's new special so. out. It's on mm -hmm. HBO. And she was doing a bit about Nazis. And it was really funny. Because she was saying how she never bought she had never bought like a german vehicle like mm -hmm. on principle mm -hmm. and then she's like but like all of the like main original nazis they're dead and like yeah there are nazis now but like they can't build cars that's really great she's like i was imagining like they're some nazis. nazi watching this and be like yes we can and she's like okay so you're a nazi <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like we don't have the impression of Nazis now that they're like the brightest bulbs among no. us. These are real no. like toothless wonders. Yeah. Okay. Dummies. Well, I will do a poll on social media and see what our brainiacs think should be done with it. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, okay. So there was a really cool article about um, what good moms buy. And it was... Um, on JSTOR, which is a an academic okay. site. So it like synthesizes. What good moms buy. So like what products or what items yeah. Yeah. people so they... who are identified, self-identified? or <laughs> No, like... Um, like in... self-reported good moms? It's like how you said, like, yep. if you worry yep. whether you're a good mom, you're yep. the good mom. You're the good mom. If you're like, oh my God, I'm doing the worst. Every, like, ugh. You're doing just fine. <laughs> You're probably good. That's how it works. Well, this was uh, scholars who had studied advertisements in two magazines, Red Book and Life. And they were charting from the 1950s to today and to see like how women were portrayed or and advertised to. Mm-hmm in those magazines over the years. And it's fun because it was sort of saying, here are the things that haven't changed. Here are the things that have. So okay. this was from 1953 to 1998. So it's not present day, actually. Okay. 30 years or whatever, 35 years. So basically like everybody's moms, like that's listening right now, like, Ooh, but not yeah, them you're, you're as moms. Right. Moms or, or even maybe grandmas depending, but yeah. Yes. So like, a while ago, but not, yeah. not us. But not us. Yeah. So the things that haven't changed were that typically this gal had chin to shoulder length brown hair <laughs> and she was neatly dressed and she was white and so thin. So like your girl next door is what? Your girl next door. Okay. If nobody is fat or has oh non-white skin. And, nice. um, yeah, there were like no other races or overweight mothers in these advertisements. And they also were, did not have gray hair or any evidence of aging whatsoever. Oh, they looked course. like they were like 20. Yeah. But what did change was like from decade to decade, the role the mothers played changed. So in the 1950s, that I would not have predicted this, I guess, but I guess I get it now is that the dads were the most present in those ads, which to me, initially, it seems like that would be the reverse because those guys were like fucking drinking at work. Yeah. And but it's like, they're also the ones like driving the car and on, like <laughs> right. doing Making the, decisions. Yeah. So like I could see somebody sitting down and watching TV or eating the food with a smile on their face. Ew. Right. Like she's serving mm -hmm. him. Yes. Yeah, like you see her hand, but it. him eating the steak. Yeah, he's the recipient of all yeah. of her. 
disgrace. Um, so, but by the 1960s, the dads were like kind of gone. They were just like not, not hanging out as much anymore. And then there was more of like a focus on the kids. And there was also more of a sense of like the moms really didn't like the job that much of being a mom. It says they smiled less and looked more tired than the 50s moms. And then in the 70s and 80s. Are we talking moms in advertising? Yes. This is how they chose to portray moms, which we can assume is a reflection of either what's going on socially or like at the time or vice versa. So like society reflects what they see in. Yeah. It's things like that are going on, but it's also the sense of like, you know, products are meant to solve a problem for you. So if you're a mom and you are tired as heck, maybe this product will come help you. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like the black and white infomercial of the person who's like struggling to do whatever simple task. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. I think so. And the moms are like, somebody help me. Right. Okay. Okay. That's my sense. And then in the seventies and eighties, these, those sad, tired moms, like a lot of them got jobs, right? Mm -hmm. And so they're busy. They're, they're not even around as much. And they're less interested in cleaning and decorating their homes or caring for their husbands. They are just focused on the kids because, like, they got work to do and all that. And so they got Kraft mac and cheese. They got Tang. They got Minute Rice. fast. 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 Efficient mothering. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. How to do your job and then come home and do the other one, too. Right. And like, nobody's going to help you still. Got it. So you better so ha- get be that fast. rest done in a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a minute. Mm-hmm. And okay. So then the, they, they, oh, weirdly, I thought this was weird. They, the eighties saw a growing set of ads depicting babies and toddlers rather than grade school kids. And the ads were more for like baby shampoo and children's Tylenol. I can't figure out why that would be. Huh. There's got to be... I mean, did we have children's Tylenol like that before that? I think they did, but it must be that, like, those older kids... Like, you're a working mom, so those older kids are on their own. Like, they're fending for themselves or something with the latch key around the neck. But, like, you still got to deal with the toddlers because they can't, like, figure stuff out yet. Yeah. That's my guess. (laughs) Or maybe we started to have more... I don't know, available baby products. No, right. It's, not. it's possible. Like, like the market for. Because now you got all that extra income from mom. So they had to like make up stuff that you needed that yeah. you really don't. That's right. so true. Because like children's, like what, you know. You I'll tell you what everybody needs. And it's fine. To be a parent. Know. And that's some dad and mom grass. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, if I were a parent, that would be how <laughs> I would get through the day. Yeah, that makes parenting way easier. It's just the light toke. And listen, if you're out there going, Sarah, you can't be all stony baloney and watching children, I'll be like, why do you think I would be er, drinking? Why do you think I'd be using (laughs) dad grass and mom grass? Because it doesn't do that to you. It doesn't make you all loopy. It just gives you a nice, mellow, like relaxing chill. Yeah, they're 100% organic, pre-rolled joints. They also have tinctures and stuff like that. But you can keep a clear head, right? So, like, maybe you're winding down in the evening, and these kids have been nothing but trouble. Yeah. You're like, I know what I need. Mom grass. Yeah. They also have CBD gummies. Yeah. High-quality hemp. Those, That's the ingredient there. And they're federally legal for ages 21 and over and ship right to your door anywhere in the U.S., Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order. When you go to dadgrass.com slash brain candy, go to dadgrass.com slash brain candy for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash brain candy. Is it Father's Day like right around the corner? Sure is. Yeah. That's amazing that you remembered that. Yeah. Uh, This is weird. I had a dream last night that yesterday was Father's Day or the day before or whatever it was, whatever Sunday. 
I don't even know if Father's Day falls on a Sunday. I have no idea how that works. Like like Mother's Day, I'm just assuming. Um, but I dreamt that we missed Father's Day, and me, it was like, no biggie. But Eli didn't call his dad, and I f- remember feeling very sad in my dream that, like, we forgot that. And I was like, well... That's nice that you would Yeah, I thought so, too. I was like, that's a new one. That I, would, I don't want Eli's dad to be sad. And I also think that means I need to remind Eli to call his dad. Uh, maybe it's like a sign. But like you're not even like we're talking about the history of moms and stuff. But like you're still oh doing the labor of like woman's work. Yes. Even you're when so you're right. sleeping. Like you're, we always Oh have my God. That. You're call right. Your your I had a dream about parking in the garage the other night. And I was like, that's how that's how old I am. Dreaming about making sure I'm lined up well in the garage. Oh my God. Come ridiculous. This is tragic. My own grudge, not like a parking structure, not like somebody else is going to see. And I have to no, just like at your house, at my own house. Silly. Anyways, back to this. (laughs) Okay. Back to what you're talking about. Back to the deal. Okay. Then in the eighties and then continuing into the nineties, we got real into like expert advice. So like doctors and pharmacists started being Oh. Way more important. I don't Four get that. Four out of five dentists. <laughs> right. The ads of 90s, okay. ad, excuse me, 1990s ads were focused almost exclusively on caring for the kids under the guidance of professionals. So now we're like, I don't know what to do. What do you think, doctor? Do you that think seems that, like a 1950s think, thing. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because so much of the, so much has to be outsourced. Because, like, you're working all the time. It's like... Yeah. I, so I this know, guy, I'm, I'm not, he says it. I'll I can't diagnose this kid. Yeah. Like, I'm going to just... It must be that. I just outsource. would not have predicted and, it. Yeah. That's interesting. It's only, like, after that we can really kind of try to make some connection. But and I in that period that that of time, happen. it says food prep and cleaning products almost disappeared and were replaced by medicinal, personal care, and infant products. And the ch- casually dressed, child-centered, expertise-minded mom of late 20th century ads was a different creature from the careful homemaker and helpmate of the 1950s. But from the advertiser's perspective, the important thing hadn't changed. She was still buying the stuff they were selling. So there was no move right. to like try to convince dad this product was great. Right. They, they knew she was still... In yeah. the driver's seat there. And that's still true. I wonder true. how... I would I'd be interested to see how advertising... The same with men. Right. What are and they their being, roles. Like in Esquire, GQ, or whatever those magazines were. Yeah. Like they were... Yeah. I don't think it was dad's focus. It was always... Don't you think it's always like... Like, just to see men. And, like, I do think that I am starting to see... And I don't know if I'm seeing this on channel, now that I say this out loud, I wonder if this is on all shows or on shows men are watching, but I'm seeing things like cleaning products advertised to men or where the man's kind of saying like, maybe he's a single dad too. And he's like dealing with the mess of having two kids and it's really hard for him to clean. Oh, how does he do it with the Swiffer sweeper? Whatever it is. Like it okay. feel, I feel like I'm seeing a, a change in the, even like laundry and who's doing the laundry in the commercials. But I'm wondering if that's just on the shows I'm watching where now I'm watching going, Oh, look how great that they have a man doing this in this commercial, which then makes me want to buy the product more, which is like still yeah, they're still trying Tricking to reach me. you. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Somebody else. What do in. you think the items are, t- to sort of statistically, mm-hmm. that men ha- have more of an influence on? Trucks. Like, or oh, cars. So like vehicles. Vehicles. Banking. Hmm. Grills. Mortgage lenders, like big purchases. Yeah, so it's nothing... the little everyday stuff like children's Tylenol and which brand to get moms making the decision on. But it's things like where are we going to get our home loan that 
dads they or they believe dads making the decision on based on advertising. Hmm. I do not like that. Yeah, but it is also true in my home. But I never see it, and maybe this is true for a lot of households. Like I never see it as like I'm labored with this work. I'm like, stay out of this. Yeah, yeah. we're buying what I want. Right. You know what I mean? Like, don't you're not allowed to have an opinion. I just about I I just about lost it on Eli the other day when we were grocery shopping together because he went to go get the baby bell cheeses, and that is the normal thing that normal people get. Are you freaking kidding me? Eleven ninety nine for those things? I I was like. Oh, we will not be buying these right now. That is insane. Like, uh, okay. What? So you're, I'm like, you're we're going to be going over like to the, the price section point. and get, yes, that. And then I, when I watch men shop for, it's not all men. When Hashtag I watch some guys, all. when I watch Eli, no, I can't say that. He's going to be like, not all the time, but they shop for produce. They just grab the one on top. <gasps> oh my God. He says that, that he has. He says that he has an eye that could just see that the right one and just pick it, and he doesn't have to pick everyone up. And he just yeah. knows. And the first one, and in his defense, it's usually like the first one that I pick up that my instinct tells me to pick up, and then I check the five around it, and then I end up getting that first one anyway. You just so, want to be sure, yes? Whereas he like trusts his gut. Yes, just grabs mm. it. Yeah. And then I was like, "What are you doing? You just can't just grab it." Then I looked through the other ones and I was like, okay, that is the best. Let's go. But that's beside the point. (laughs) I just can't believe though, because produce, they're always trying to trick you. I worked at a produce store. Like, tell me, how do they, how do they try? Well, like the, the, it depends. Like if you want something ripe or fresh or whatever, like you need to know like how they are trying to get you to buy stuff that's going to go bad. Right. You got to get stuff underneath stuff. Unless you're going to eat it right away. In which case, get the stuff on top. Right. And that mm-hmm. is the only downside I've found to like, you know, like Instacart or whatever, where they deliver yeah. it. Yeah. You don't get the power, man. No. And I need that power. That's what did it for me where I was like, I can't, I can't, I, <sighs> I can get all the staples, the basic stuff, but like the, the produce, produce, uh-uh. Yeah. In my mind, yeah. I'm missing the best apple that there ever was on. Right. Like, yeah. You know what though? What do you think of this? Cause I was telling, I saw this. I don't know, a tweet or a meme or something about how like, you know, even if you want to eat produce, fruit and veg, it's totally inconsistent. Sometimes the strawberry you eat is like the best yeah. thing you ever eat. It's like the nectar of the gods. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, what is this nightmare? Yeah. Well, guess what's always the same? Doritos. Every time <laughs> I bite into one of those babies, it tastes great. Satisfying. And so like... Yeah, I, it made more sense to me why, like, we always tend to go for the oh, processed stuff because yeah. it's consistent and reliable. And especially when you're in the mood to do something like grab a bag of chips, your body does not know what in the long term, like, health plan that you've picked out <laughs> based right. on what you're reading in your these magazines. Goals. Yeah, it does yes. not give a fuck about that it cares about getting the most energy the fastest that's it and the tastiest and yeah and usually the things that are the most energy the fastest even if they are like cheap energy that burns out real quick are the tastiest sure is because that's how it works that's why that stuff is tasty there's there's a i read it I, i listened to this I think it's Robert Sapolsky, that biological anthropologist that I love. Uh, He said, like, what is sweet? Like, nothing is inherently sweet. Like, it's our brain's interpretation of this that makes it taste sweet and taste good to us. Hmm. And that's to, like, is this whole thing on, like... But is he trying to say that it's, it's, um, like, subjective or arbitrary? Not so much just that, like, because there is incentive for us to go after those kind of things from, like, uh, a hunter-gatherer age that we developed. Yeah, survival. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that we've developed a, a craving for that, a taste for that. Where if yeah. you were another animal, the other animal's like, I don't care about chocolate cake. Blech. Okay, no, but, like, who am I to overcome millions of years of evolution yeah i'm with you i am i am Give only me those human Doritos. robert <laughs> i 
Kenny has Doritos. And you know what? Another thing we're all programmed to love is like really soft, amazing sheets. Oh, and Bull and Branch. Got I just covered. washed mine today. And I was thinking all about that, how I have white sheets, which... And a mattress that's kind of like textured, and I can't mm. see it when I put my sheets on. And that's not how it was with the cheap-ass white sheets that I have had right. in the past. So these ones are getting even softer the more I wash High quality. Them. Super high quality. I, you know I love a white sheet set in the summer. And now I've switched out to my linen. Well, you had convinced me with the linen. It's the best. I was like, I don't know, linen wrinkles. <laughs> this is my like, look. And it yeah, doesn't and- really... Who cares if it does anyway, if you're going to sleep like a baby and it be like, it doesn't actually, but like clothing. It doesn't though. That's actually funny that that it doesn't on my bed. I never have wrinkles in my sheets. Well, I guess, you know, your sheets are your duvet cover are doing different things than like your pants. Okay. Right. And I like not sitting on them with my sweaty bum. Right. Yeah. But I had it in my head, but you convinced me I switched over. But regardless of what you're buying, I always say, keep it in mind that if you have a deep mattress, which I do have a California King and it's really deep and I never found sheets that like truly were deep enough. These are, and they are not a burden to put on because they tell you how to do it. Love it. And I don't have to think. And that's all I ask. They do get softer with every wash. They're very breathable for the warmer weather. Sleep better at night with Bowl and Brand sheets. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code CANDY at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch spelled B-O-L-L-A-N-D branch.com. Promo code CANDY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There is almost like no greater, smaller joy than fresh sheets. I agree. Like after you wash them. Uh, right. And you get in those and you feel like you've accomplished so much. You're like, I if am you, in the lap I'm of I'm going luxury. home to switch them from the washing machine to the dryer. And I'll be putting those on, coming back from my bug exhibit, just into You feel like sheets. a queen. A queen. An actual, and white sheets make me feel like, I don't know, they're just sexier. That's true. I People think the that. black sheets are the sexy one. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's like Actually. high school. Yeah, that's high school sexy. I'm yeah. Into it. No, no, we're into you. the the white sheet sexy. Yeah, the classy. All right, moving on from the moms. I mean, I do. Uh, this is like just popped in my head, but I had this debate over the weekend uh, with my whole family. Actually, fitted sheet, top sheet. This or is no a question. Sheet. This is a question. This is a generational debate. You think so? It was. I know in my so. Family I know that two statistically. Oh, the millennials and I don't know about Gen Z. Those mystery people. I don't know what they even <laughs> think about anything. Millennials are like, "Fuck your top sheet." Yeah. What are you doing with your life? They only want the fitted. Yeah. What's your opinion? Well, I just want the duvet cover and the fitted sheet. So I'm like that. But my brother and my aunt both say that they only sleep with the top sheet and they use that like it's almost like a duvet cover. They just run hot at night. So they, I know I couldn't believe it. They, they throw the duvet cover off. They both said in a triangle shape. So it goes from a square to a triangle. So it's like they open it up (laughs) <laughs> That's a funny visual. I know and it's exactly funny they both mean. yes, and like they both pitch. said it. Yeah, like, like just it's a movement too that everybody's doing with their arm now, and they know. Yeah, about. we've all done this. Uh-huh. Like I've had it. Yep, and then they just sleep with the top sheet. This is shocking, and it was shocking to me as well. And I was like, I, 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 I don't know what you're saying. What do you mean? What if you're cold? What if you're, and like a foot can hang out, and then. Fitted sheets are great. Top sheets can suck my dick because they always get all twisted. All twisted. And they never lay right. No. They don't keep you warm. It is gratuitous fabric. I hate gratuitous fabric. 
I hate fabric. This is, they're going to say that. Here lies Sarah and Susie, because we'll get buried next to each other or whatever. They'll put her some, some, some memorial for us. Shakespearean England. Yeah. Uh, yes. It'll be like it, it'll be like some memorial for us here. Here lies Sarah lies. and Susie, uh, uh, haters of gratuitous fabric <laughs> and mysterious wetness. <laughs> truly, <laughs> truly. If I had to pick to get rid of one, I don't even know what I would pick. Ooh. I don't have a phobia about mysterious wetness like no. you do, but no, I sure mine. don't like it. Yeah, I feel the same way about sheets. I don't have a phobia about them, but what I don't like... What is all this fat? Like, when I, so when I go to a hotel and there's a top sheet, I'm, like, lost in all this fabric. Yeah, they can just get rid of that. I want... Hotels will save a bundle by that. I yeah, want for real. Who's using both? A lot of people, Sarah. That's the thing. There the are people boomers. who are using both. The boomers But doesn't and... it just get wrinkly by your feet? And then you got... Yeah, it's... It does. So They're lying much. to themselves. I think it must be the people that don't make the bed. You know mm. what I mean? Like, they don't have to deal with the aftermath. It's like yeah. some guy who, like, doesn't even... It doesn't occur the to The problem how... isn't even making the bed as much, because I do love the look of a fitted sheet folded down over the duvet cover. I think it looks very yeah, nice. Until you get into the bed. Yeah. The problem I have is not the look or the, the no, hassle. I'll even put up with the hassle for looks, but... It's the problem of it getting all bundled up at night. Eli yes. is convinced that he had to switch me off of a fitted a top sheet, but I he don't have a like, memory of this. Yeah, he wants to accept this as the narrative. Like he's transformed you yeah. into like <laughs> I just don't believe it. <laughs> Let I think him have what, it. I think what happened is that I ordered a set and I just like happened it comes to with it. put put it on like because it was so hot and I didn't have air conditioning in my house, something like that. There's a reason for it. But I'm like, no, no, you would have not had to convince (laughs) me that. Why? Because I don't even sleep under the thing to begin with. I sleep in Susie's sleep sack she got me or in just like- Can I post that picture you sent me? Absolutely. I've been sleeping on that, no pun intended, (laughs) where I was like, I want to post this really bad because it's like, I've never seen anything like it. That but I didn't well, want yeah. to like embarrass I was co- cozy. you. It's like, it is not, and I don't even sleep under the covers now. I just sleep in that thing. It's the best. It's Wait not embarrassing. Wait till the brainiac community Why is it not sees it. It's not embarrassing, but it's the image is unreal. Like if you're not a cocoon yeah. sleeper, everybody thinks I am crazy. They think that I'm so claustrophobic, and like my whole family, they because we all had a sleepover this weekend. And you uh, took that thing on a sleepover? Well, yeah, because I was sleeping at somebody else's house, and I I wanted to be comfortable there. And wow. I told Luke, I was like, you don't even have to wash the sheets because I didn't even sleep on them. And she that's what got us picture. talking about this because he had a fitted sheet. And I was like, you're a monster. Take that off. Sarah in this photograph, <laughs> which I cannot wait for you all to see. She looks like, is it the pupa stage of a caterpillar? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Larva, pupa. What's oh, like the gross. third I'll one? be able to tell you after tonight probably. Fingers crossed they have a butterfly phase and phases of a okay. butterfly exhibit. Egg, larva, pupa, and then like I think a butterfly or whatever. Yeah. But it's like pupa in, in there and she looks so content. <laughs> yeah. You look so peaceful and happy. It's That's great. What says. He goes, you just look so happy when you're in that thing. It's fine. Do you ever get cold in there? Because it's not a lot of fabric, no, you know? Like let's say in the really. winter. Um, no, or you just, all, you layer, like yeah, yourself. layer underneath there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now I'm naked under there. No way. <laughs> it's the best. I'm basically Are like you a serious? swallowed infant. 100%. Cause it's summer or what? Yeah. It's hot. It's nice. Okay. So like you'll get in there bare. Yeah. No underpants. No undies. It gets then, washed. No, no, yeah, no, that's no problem. It and then you put it on. Yeah. <laughs> Where does it end? Right here, around your neck? Around my shoulder. Yeah, my shoulders and my neck. Yeah, I could put my whole head in it if I wanted. And I'd you never so feel like, get me out never. of here. Nope, not even one time. Crazy. Except there was like one time where I like wanted to go to the bathroom or something and I yeah. couldn't see. And then I like got my feet out because it does have a little like place where you can take your feet out so you can like walk but oh, i got my good. feet out and it, it i don't know they like got stuck on the corner of my bed and then i there's just too much shit around my bed 
and I was just frustrated that one night and I had Things like a that many like <gasps> took a dark panic when oh, I was like I'm trapped yeah. and then <laughs> do you know I was like I've about to fall over that? or something but that's fine do you know when you were like eight years old and let's say you put on jeans and tennis or something and I'm then 80 you, years old or eight years old eight eight got it when you're a kid yeah and then you want to switch bottoms into either a different pair of pants oh, or yeah. shorts or whatever but you do not want to take off those tennies Suze, it's so funny you say eight years old this is me at every single time i go <laughs> to like, a dressing room you keep saying what age yeah what that's what like. i don't understand i do this right now yeah in fact, Did you say I, will say, I will say one of my toxic traits is the confidence that I will be able to get my pants off over my shoes. Sarah, <laughs> some of my lowest points <laughs> have been when I'm, it's too late. Like you're already in, you're, it's, you're in too deep, too deep. And I've cried the cry of like desperation. <laughs> Why did I do this? I never learned. When will I learn? Right. Because like, the shoes aren't going in. Never. And I th- sometimes I'm like, just point your toe. Just point your toe. And like, even overalls. No I think Right? Nothing. Nothing. Oh. I mean, it's, that's the downside of the skinny jean era. Because. Man, that is so funny. People so are laughing. <laughs> with it because they know this and they're like i love that you're like eight years old like you're you're i mean you're right but that's probably what it started Good. i still want to but i am not falling for it because that is you're smart it's the worst but it, what it is is optimistic ah oh, every time think, no i can do this yeah i can get these now- pants off I'm I I know myself so well that I will make that attempt in every dressing room I go into that I prep myself for like when I, I it's like a whole ordeal if I'm gonna go shopping I gotta like make sure my makeup's done because like you gotta like look good because if, if I don't feel like I'm looking good then I'm like God these clothes are terrible oh wow. I've gotta have easy access clothing because if there's anything getting in my way of like. I have to take That's off like great two pieces. That's great. You have a whole plan. I'm like, nope, I won't even bother. I'll just put it back and I'll walk out the store. And I will wear shoes that are either slip-ons okay. or uh, – so it's one stop because if I have to untie That's my smart. shoes or do – nope, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get it stuck and then I'm, it's a whole thing. So. And it is like a haste makes waste thing because you think you're going to shave time yeah. off. And then I feel like an idiot. I'm like beating myself. That's probably why I don't even. It's like one of the many factors in why I hate the shopping experience. Right. There has to be a better way. Yeah. And like, luckily, this show is brought to you by BetterHelp because they. I could talk to somebody for at (laughs) least six sessions on this, and they'd be like, "Okay, well, let's do. We do some cope ahead strategies, maybe. We'd which are or they would like read into it and think it was like a bigger thing, and you're like, no, it's just about this. It's just about not. Let me explore that. (laughs) It's just about thinking you can get the pants off without taking off the shoes. You can't do it. And that's why we all need a therapist because the human Mm -mm. condition means that sometimes our brains are working against us. Often. Whether, yeah, whether it's like how I said, we haven't evolved to get like you Doritos are not the answer. Right. 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 Our brains still think that's going to protect us from like. Right. Here's what will keep you safe. Right. (laughs) But it's not true. And so like the therapist is there to be like. Here's the thing. Good news, yes. bad news. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> that's like the essence of every therapy session is like good news, bad news. We can fix it. it. But- it's going to take some work. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the bad news is you're still human and yes. there's no cure for that. Or the good and news is you're still a human. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. See, See how therapist. she just... She- <laughs> you might have a problem relationship. Maybe you have just sort of sadness that you don't know what's cooking and you want someone to help you navigate um there's so many family things that can come up mm-hmm. and there are people who can help you and better help has lots of people 
on staff and you can pick somebody who might be specifically great for your needs. Um, and you can have your sessions from the privacy of your own home or wherever you want. You can find more balance with BetterHelp. They have a deal. Visit betterhelp.com slash brain candy today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash brain candy. It's very convenient. Yeah. Maybe you're intimidated. I know a lot of people are like, I don't know about all this therapy stuff. We well, that means you to need to, to go even more. Yes. Totally. Okay. Next up. Oh man. The, this is probably Susie specific. So I'll try to like do it real oh. quick, but remember how I watched the Hillsong documentary. I think it was maybe on Netflix. Yes. I just started watching it. Okay. So you're watching the Hulu one. Oh, I'm watching the Hulu one. This is a new one that is miles ahead of the other one and is so much better and fantastic. Okay. What? I, well, I'm going to bail on the other one. What's this? No, what's I think you're watching one? the right one. I think you're watching the new one, which is on Hulu. Oh, it's called the secrets of Hillsong. That's the one you want to watch. And that includes it's got some cool editing and it's well, like, it, the thing that for me made it different was it included interviews with Carl Lentz, who was Justin Bieber's pastor and yeah. was talked about in the other one ad nauseum. But wasn't in it, and so for me, what makes? One. Oh my gosh! What are you watching? Yeah. Hillsong Exposed on HBO. That one. You're watching that one. Yes. You gotta switch. I gotta switch. I'm yeah, so glad HBO. I intervened. Yeah, I, me too. This is great. Because that one sense. I love too, but I mean that's because I'll watch anything about this stuff. But if you have to choose the one on Hulu that just came out, it's four episodes and it is phenomenal because oh, Carl Lentz, just to give you a refresher, Hillsong is a mega church that originated in Australia, but then expanded and went global and had lots and lots of campuses in the U S the most famous of which was the New York city one mm -hmm. where Carl Lentz was this pastor who became like a cultural icon because he was, is incredibly charismatic mm -hmm. And was attracting a lot of like celebrity people because he was very handsome and, and like I said, like charming. Yeah. And, um, but then had a fall from grace because it mm -hmm. became exposed that he was having an affair with somebody. And what makes it so interesting is that number one, this is a system, like this is not about Hillsong. This is about like religion, not just yeah. Christianity, not just evangelicals. It's like also celebrity. So celebrity and religion, and then the toxic mix of both of those wow. things. Yeah. And what happens when we put people on pedestals and then how much worse that can be when they speak for God. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then how Carl became like the fall guy. He, so all these all people the at, at Hillsong are like yeah. this guy uh -huh. They're like, this narcissist, he, he was a real problem. And then it's sort of like, don't look over here at all this stuff uh -huh. we're doing. That's Carl the real story. Here. Yes. Oh, and that. that, this documentary does a stellar job of showing how that can be possible and how so many people could be tricked by it. And then how sad it is when like... A lot of people have affairs. Like Carl's yeah. like not that yeah. unusual. A right. lot of people like get tempted and do something inappropriate and that's not okay. But it's also like he didn't murder, murder right. anybody. Right. And like. Yeah. The Isn't there a whole just... bunch about forgiveness in that book y'all are reading? <laughs> I know. For real. But like there's a lot of money at stake. So how you react yeah. to his situation can affect your bottom line. And if that's sort of what your underlying motive is, oh, yeah, then that informs how you respond. It was so successful in illuminating how this works Ooh. and how toxic it is. Oh, I can't wait. And like, not that he was like, I, I'm like, Oh, he was no problem, but 
it almost would have been weird if he didn't cheat. Well, that's what I think. That's what I gathered from. I have, I'm only like halfway into like a little bit of it, but uh, what I was is like he he became yeah he's like a celebrity himself, and he was just in that celebrity world with like Kylie Jenner's going one of the Jenners is like going to church on everybody. Everybody's there. When I think that series emphasized how they, they had a hierarchy. So like if you're a regular congregant, like you're getting a very different experience than if you're Kylie Jenner or Haley Bieber or whatever. Yes. And that's totally what it was. That's really the opposite of Jesus's message with, you know, um, blessed are the meek and the poor and the oppressed. This was like, you're famous and rich. You're the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. You're coming on show talk shows with us to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. People that do it all the, all the work. So that series emphasized that how like, okay. well, the church was promoting, like, if you're a person of influence, you're going to be treated differently and stuff like that. Whereas this series on Hulu is more about like, the way that churches can, they're structured oftentimes like businesses yeah, and how that can be oh, a yeah. real problem yeah. when you have a message that is really antithetical to capitalism and even American culture. Like right. we're supposed to be lifting up like the, the, worst among us. Yeah. Like that's what made the Beatitudes and like the Sermon on the Mount radical. The message of Jesus was cuckoo crazy that like, you know, those people you fucking hate, they're the best. Those widows and the lepers and the prostitutes and the tax collectors. Holds up. I I still say, I say that it's all the same. Yeah, and the those the beautiful people, yeah, like they're they're a real mm. problem, and good luck to them. Yeah, but somehow oh, these God, churches can have flipped successfully it. flipped it over, and and nobody's like saying, "Wait a minute, right?" I don't get it. It's I love it. <laughs> well, I, I can't wait so to watch into it. I love I watching you get into it, and I love listening to you talk about it. Thanks. I get real excited. I feel like there was something else I wanted to say that was like just like, oh, I just quickly thought this was funny. Yeah. So like casinos, I just read that they're winning big right now, even though like they have fewer people going since the pandemic. Talk about cooking the books, Sarah. They are like, they just changed the rules so that they made more money and like, we're just all going along with it. I feel like they could, they can do that. I mean, why <laughs> they not? They totally can. There's nothing illegal There's about it. There's nothing illegal about it. Like, how are they doing this? Because well, like what, what are you doing? Maybe well, changing like the slot machines to not pay out as much? Well, that it would make sense. They didn't mention that. That's probably like implied. Yeah. <laughs> but... But that's smart. But there's like got to be an algorithm. There's got to be like it. It collects this much yeah, and then pays do it out like this once much. every twelve times instead of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This was saying that like they raised the like minimum bets on blackjack and stuff like that. They did. I went to Vegas and there was not a single place when I I was just stopping through there. This is when I went and my mom she oh, like I gave me your sixty road bucks trip or something like hell. that, and I was like. <laughs> Why did I do that? I could have gone to the spa. This is bullshit. Yes, because uh, I only got to play two hand. Like it went so fast. There was no place for e- me to even lose my money slowly. <laughs> yeah, you're like I want this to be a slow burn. Yeah, I'm like I'm willing to put my hand in the fire, but like at least let's make it a slow burn. Yes, correct. Yes. Oh. Okay, and then there was other things like reducing the payouts on blackjack when 21 is hit. From three to um, like oh, three, two to one odds. Or, yes, it became yeah, six two to, one to odds. five. Six. Oh, pays out six to five. Yes. Oh. So there's less profit if you hit twenty one, and then like because they are at every table before you sit down. I get where they're checking the box of advertising these things because the table will have a little, I don't know, like graphic or or like read out that says like 
blackjack minimum to play this pays out that plays all right pays to, so they have to, to like one admit odds. it they admit, yeah they're yeah. saying it and you're like sitting down and you're like yeah sure not even knowing because who's reading that well you're the math whiz so tell me what this means or like you're you will get what this means and i don't, I don't know. which is um okay so even roulette is harder how, which how is that possible it says um let me read it Okay. Um, okay. The billion dollar revenue. Uh, okay. Even roulette is getting harder with the casinos adding a third zero slot, a situation in which neither red nor oh. black wins. And therefore the house often will rather than the more traditional two zeros. So like yeah. by adding the third zero, it's like a neutral, another neutral or something. Is yeah. that right? Well, yeah, and if you add another zero on there, then like another slot in the roulette thing, then your odds of winning, I don't know how many little spaces there are, maybe like 50, your odds of winning went from one to in 52 to one in 53. And then, so that I guess makes Uh, sense. But the the thing that makes me crazy is it's not like these guys were going poor. Right. Like they have so much money already. Yeah. And we're more it, desperate. Right. It doesn't make... I was thinking about this, Suze. I was thinking about this earlier today. Like when... I don't even know. I was listening to something on NPR. But it it's... There are the people who are really complaining about changes are the ones who aren't really struggling from I know like um, they are really digging their heels in and I'm not sure why why is it worth it I do not get it I don't either anyway that's all for now thanks for hanging in there with me a little bit more money yeah like their little guy over a little more it's baffling when is enough enough yeah until you have Jeff Bezos put a Lawrence stick (laughs) on the front of your boat money dumb Cause like, yeah. To what end? Like, yeah. Now, how what? much happier is anybody with fucking? It's so stupid. I just can't with all those rich guys. Yeah, Fuck the women. Guys. You're fine. Keep making your money. And then like the one billionaire we get, she's in jail. Theranos, Elizabeth Holmes. Oh my god. Ugh. Doing a perp walk. It's not good. <laughs> it's not looking good. All we have is Oprah. That's right. We're hanging our hat on Oprah and Beyonce. Let's find it down. Rihanna, I think she she's hit, she's headed up That's there. That's true. Yeah. We like her. Yeah. She's fine. Yeah. Um I'm looking at my notes here. I don't know what I talked about. I love it. Mom's in advertising. Yes. Over the Changing. late twentieth century. Twentieth? Mm-hmm. I do want to see if there's any, I'm going to do like my own little, make a little note to deep dive on men versus women in advertising over the years. Somebody's done this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we have to decide who they're advertising to. Right. It's the men's magazines. It's the stuff in the men's magazines. That's the, the ads in the men's magazines and what they're for and the ones in the women's. Yeah. We're on to you. Yeah. Mad men. <laughs> um, Top sheets versus fitted sheets. Top sheets can suck mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And a sleep sack for life. She's leading the sleep sack life. I am. There's got to be somebody else out there who enjoys this. I can't be the only one. Obviously, this became a huge Shark Tank success, this company. Yeah. yeah so. I mean, a lot of people, and they did say that at the time. It was like people with like, you know, on the spectrum or yeah. like sensory stuff. Yeah. Neuroatypical. Yeah, it goes one of two ways. Either this is wonderful and it feels so good for you, or you're going to absolutely hate this and want to rip it off your body. You are in that category. There are so many people that are neuroatypical that I'm starting to think the neurotypicals aren't typical. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, why do we keep like making it seem like we are? We're like over here like, I don't know, all these people. You normies. Boring. Sleep sack. Yeah. Yeah. We're just like. Fun as that. Sleeping regular not, under We are not duvet. the fun group 
at all. I know that's that kind of how, sure. like, on this changes everything on the podcast. Jeff and I talk about how, like, uh, there's never been a song written or book, movie, TV show ever about a securely attached relationship. Like, yeah, they're boring. It, like, and have you ever met someone yawn. with a family like that? Oh my god! Try to talk to them for an hour. It is hell. <laughs> like, Seriously, I'm really happy other? for it's you, great. but <laughs> like, they think their stories are interesting. Eli's family might be the exception. They'll keep you laughing and they all love each other. I think when you're Jew, yeah. it's built in. Like you've yes. suffered oh, inherently. That's it. And yes. so like you're funny and all that. Yes. And so then you're attached and it's fine. Yeah. They don't yeah. hate you for it. Totally. You got to watch Secrets of Hillsong on Hulu and don't mm-hmm. go to Vegas. You're going to go broke. Yeah, definitely don't go to Vegas. Just use the, your hard-earned money to get things that are actually uh, worthwhile and uh, use some of our codes and like buy some more merch. Yes, please. Support the little guy. Anytime you support our show by using our codes or becoming a patron or leaving us a five-star review, we like we never get over it. We We're so it, thankful. Yes, that is 100% true. We don't get over it. We talk about it all the time. So... We love you. Bye.